All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Business of Love. My name is Dan Lear, your host, and I'm with my beautiful co-host in business and in life, Jennifer Lear. Hi. What's happening, Jennifer? Oh, How are yeah, you today? I'm really good, thank you. <laughs> Just, you know, a busy week as always and you know, doing lots of great stuff. But how are you? You're on your way to go and actually be a guest on somebody else's podcast. Yeah, I'm actually going to L.A. today. Mm-hmm. I'm going on a, a guy named Kerwin Ray, mm-hmm. who is the Tony Robbins of Australia. Wow. I just spoke at his event um, when? Sat last Saturday in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. I did a three-hour uh, session on sales mastery, mm-hmm. and it just blew him out of the water. So I'm doing a podcast awesome. with him tomorrow. And I'm really excited about it. Good. Yeah, good. he's a great dude, man. He's just a lot of energy, good yeah. guy, does some great things. And, yeah. and I just really connected with him when I was there. I really enjoy him. It's awesome. I hear he's fantastic. So yeah. I'm so glad. I hope I get to meet him at some point. But I know you guys do great work together, and I think you'll probably do some more. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. So, good. But I'm heading to L.A., and I'm excited about awesome. that. And uh, hopefully see some people there and get some business done. But uh, all is good. I mean, it's been busy. I've had five keynotes this month. Wow, and, nice. Which is amazing. Yeah. And so... Um, We've got some great stuff going in, in, in my business and yeah. in regards to some of the things we're doing. My speaker course that we just launched to help mm-hmm. people improve their speaking skills. And some people actually want to be speakers. Nice. Um, and then, of course, we've got our, our, our small business sales training for yeah. small businesses to help them level up and, and uh, be more, increase more, more revenue by having awesome. better sales professionals. So we're busy over here. You are. You're building a great community, too. So oh. this is good stuff. And I know that today we have um, more questions. So we have some questions from people that have written in, right? Yes, yes. And um, people liked our last one so much, we decided to continue. So we're continuing Well, today. take it away then. Take the first question. Awesome. Okay. So this is from Devin from Kennesaw, Georgia. Is that what that is? Kennesaw. You know where that is? I don't. That's just north of Atlanta. Oh, hey. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Look at you. You know the whole country. I've been around. <laughs> I know you have. I've been around. <laughs> I know you have. All right. Hey, guys. Love your podcast. And I'm watching your podcast with my wife on Sunday mornings. Hey. Like, Good job. Um, she introduced it to me, reluctantly, I might add. Cute. Sorry to say. Um, I really liked it, like it, though. And so we listened to it together, which has been great. My question is, my wife works full time, as do I. I wish she would cook more. Okay, Devin. Um, <laughs> after work, she says she's too tired and then picks up some take out as we oftentimes eat out of a bag at the kitchen table. That's okay sometimes, yet it seems we're getting farther and farther away from a home-cooked meal. Do you have any suggestions? Devin, I do have a suggestion. Oh, Devin looks like he yeah. needs some help. <laughs> Devin, um, I suggest you learn how to cook so you can help out your wife. So um, if you'd like a home-cooked meal, I'd like you to pitch in. So what are you good at? Are you good at grilling? Are you good at um, maybe partnering up and you could you know, ha- go half and half with her? Maybe if you split the 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 um the duty then it'd be a little bit easier for her to pitch in rather than feeling like she has to cook every single night that's great advice (laughs) and i was not expecting that either (laughs) wow just dog devon sorry devon (laughs) sorry devon cook is what she said yeah (laughs) no really i think it's a conversation and seeing how you could best support your wife you know what can you do as well to to join in if you like a home-cooked meal and obviously it either maybe she wants it as well but it is too tired she's got too much responsibilities at work and so um or maybe she doesn't like to cook um because i'll tell you what not every woman does and so maybe it's something that you guys can come together and create a schedule (laughs) and prepare or you guys can order this is another great thing order from like um green chef or any of those um, 
kitchen table stuff where you order food, it comes, and all you do is throw it in the oven. Truly home-cooked. It's great. It's prepared basically for you, ready to go in the oven, ready to prepare. So it's easy, no shopping, no anything. And so if that's the issue, um, then do that for your wife. Like order that stuff so she can just put it together when she gets home. You can set the table so you can help her out, and then you do the dishes. So, you know, I mean, there's a lot of ways. <laughs> Man, you just took Devin from cooking and doing dishes. <laughs> Did <Good> I? God. <laughs> No, it's all about a conversation, Devin. So that's it. That's oh what God. I have to say. <laughs> wow. Poor guy. He's probably not going to be calling you anymore. <laughs> I hope you still listen to our podcast, Devin. Oh, Devin, I'm sorry. So, um, but, but I do like, I, I like her, her suggestion. I think the conversation needs yeah. to happen. There's things we don't know here. Like, you know, when you first got together, was she cooking all the time or was mm-hmm. she cooking once in a while? Because maybe yeah. she didn't like to cook to start with. Right. Because maybe when you were dating, it was so hot and heavy, and you guys just ate takeout all the time, and mm-hmm. you didn't care. So I don't know what the situation was. Yeah. Um, but Jennifer does make a great point. So, I mean, like in our relationship, um, geez, we both... Oh, it's gone back and forth. Yeah, I mean, it I cook a lot. so gone back and forth. But I mean, I, you cook a lot. I cooked a lot in the beginning. Yep. And then I decided not to cook for a while. Mm-hmm. And you took over. Mm-hmm. And you kind of became the... And then all of a sudden, you kind of got into it. And um, we're doing it. And then... You got sick, and then cooking had to change, and we had different routines. And so you kind of took over your your food because it was had to be so specialized. Mm-hmm. Um, and then and then you just got over it. You were over it, and so you um, wanted some more home cooked meals. And so I did step up, and I really wanted to do that for you as yeah. a gift to my husband because I knew he needed the help. I knew it was overwhelming. I knew with his illness and recovery, and like I needed to do that. So. Um, I, I took that upon myself as an act of love, no matter how tired I was, you know, and doing that. Um, but we've also, we come together beautifully and having it be a team effort. And sometimes you're too tired and I cook and I'm happy to do it and vice versa. So, you know, we've really, we've really found the balance. It's a journey. It is a journey. It's a journey. So Devin, I've got a suggestion for you. I don't know if you like to grill or not. Um, but what I've found that works for us and what works for me sometimes on Sundays Maybe you're watching football or maybe it's just a Sunday and you're just chilling. I make a bunch of uh, chicken breasts or I cook a whole bunch of stuff and then it's in the refrigerator. And mm-hmm. though all we have to do through the week is then we make vegetables or potatoes to yeah. go with our entree. So yeah. in a worst case scenario, we just reheat it and yeah. eat it on the run. But yeah. we actually have good food prepared. The other thing I like to do is make, uh, again, on a Sunday or something, I make spaghetti noodles. Yeah. And I put them you know, in the refrigerator so then you can come home and... Uh, if you actually made some some meat, you yeah. know, you put in some, put it in a pan and throw in some spaghetti, spaghetti sauce, sauce and boom, you know, you got a meal There's in 10 minutes. There's your home minutes. cooked meal. Yeah, we, we do a lot of that. We do a lot of preparation and making sure. Like so if, just kind of reverse engineering, like yeah. how to do it and making it easy because it, it is hard. You get home from work and no one feels totally. like starting from scratch. Or like going to the store for goodness sakes. Yeah, oh. absolutely. So anyway, Devin, I hope that helps. But uh, the other thing, Devin, get a crock pot. I have one at my house. We're still trying to figure out how to use it. We've had it for but, 10 years. But we're going to, I think, I'm going to I'm gonna take the ball on this because we <laughs> haven't had any crock pot activity since I've been married. I'm going to take the you ball know. on this and I'm going to figure this out. So you know why we haven't used don't it? Don't even tell me. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. You, it's a fail. It's a flat out fail. <laughs> it's, I think it's because I won't eat it and I don't like crock pot food. And so I think that's <laughs> I never made it. Uh, I'm sorry. And we're so, going right to Jean from <laughs> Melbourne, Australia. Jean from Melbourne, Australia. Okay. Jean says, I love your podcast. Please, please, please. 
Ooh. I am single and I'm ready to mingle. Oh. oh my God, we need to hook her up with, uh, I guess that would be... A few no. different people. Yeah. yeah. I have such a difficult time connecting with men that I find interesting. Hmm. I work in the financial industry and I'm around men all the time. Most of them I don't find interesting Check or someone out. I'd like to enjoy spending time with. Sigh. Hmm. Where are the interesting men? Wow. Never heard that before, Jean. <laughs> well, uh, great He's question. He's being facetious. <laughs> What's that? You're being facetious, right? Of course. Oh, yeah. Okay. Just making sure that she knows <laughs> uh, that. Of course. Okay. Well, you're probably better. Ta- I've got an answer, but I think you should take this because you're the lady. Awesome. Okay. So um, I read this a long time ago um, about when you're single and looking for a partner that you literally, it's just like, um, it's like launching a new product. It's about advertising and it's about marketing and it's about networking and it's about reaching out. So I've known a lot of single ladies that they cannot find a date and all they're doing is going to work and coming home and going to work and coming home and going to work and coming home. Um, so, it, or unless you have kids and they're going to school functions or whatever. But um, I know that if you're single um, with, um, you know, you have a single, um, excuse me, you're single, you have a career, um, a great thing to do is start volunteering. So going outside of your network. And so if you're finding that people that you work with aren't interesting for you, um, I mean, I was in entertainment for so many years and I mean, a lot of the the males I would work with were gay, you know, so I was not going to be able to date within my industry. And so I did a lot of things outside of entertainment to be able to have a larger network. And so I would volunteer my time at nonprofit organizations. You have other professionals in different types of industries that are interesting. Um, people volunteer. I dated, um, I, that's how I would meet people. Um, I would let people know that I'm looking like I would let my friends know that I'm interested. Um, I was not dating during the dating app world. And so that's not my thing. Mm -hmm. Although I've seen a lot of people have great success because you really do find out about people and you can weed through, you know, during that digital process. And so once, you know, once you find out that, you know, they don't talk like as good as their, as good as their resume that's on that thing, you realize that, you know, he's not that guy. But, you know, as you're able to go through, I know so many married people who met online Mm -hmm. and have great, wonderful, successful um, marriages. And so, um, you know, my biggest thing is is oftentimes, like I said, if you're in a rut of what you're doing, you go to the same gym, you go to work and you come home, you're going out and just, just networking, being a part of a, um, a group that you like. This is a great thing to do too, is that if you have an interest in biking or hiking or sewing or chess, whatever your thing is, join a, join a group, you know, that's doing that or one of those social, social meetup group things because you're finding people with common interests and it's a great way to meet people. I have also met other people who, um, um, get this. So a girlfriend of mine loves hang gliding. So she joined a hang gliding group and she met, um, her now current husband. Of course. And so, right. So you, you just go to places like that, that other singles would go to potentially. Mm -hmm. And you know, you have all these common interests and then hopefully you have, you know, common goals of, of other things too. So, um, but I'm also, I'm always about, networking, reaching out. Um, if you are of the shy type, um, truly going into a group of, of, of interest is, is what would be good for you. So if you're not one person to like kind of step out of your path, um, um, maybe online would be great for you and, or, you know, going to a, a social group that has similar interests would be good for you too. Well, that's great advice. Thanks. Great advice. And I, I would just second that and just say, if I were coaching you, uh, Gene from Melbourne, I would mm-hmm. say, Whatever your hobby is, whatever it is, if you love to paint, you love to draw, 
you got to go to a place to people paint and draw yeah. or whatever. That's what you got to do because that's where you're going to find people that are like you. Yeah. That's where there's going to be that connection. Yeah. That's where there's going to be less time yeah. to figure stuff out. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's really, if you like to race cars, yeah. then go to a car track. Exactly. If you like to play golf, then go to the golf course. If yeah. you like to bowl, then go to a bowl. You know, you just got to be get in, your, yep. in your world yep. that you love. And yeah. when you're in that world of, of something that you enjoy, that's when you're going to meet the person that's going to make a real quick connection. Yeah, and really quick adding on top, typically when you're doing something that you love, you're at your best self too. So mm-hmm. you have that sparkle about you. So you will attract yeah. you know, somebody too because you're not you know, in, in that inside place. So you're really kind of, I think you're a little bit more effervescent when you're doing something you I love. Agree. So it's like your, your, um, <laughs> your, um, your store open sign is on. <laughs> so, right? Because it's, it's just kind of like a flashing light, like here I am because you are that light at that moment. Yeah. And so I think um, you know, going into that. And then also, you you know, um, doing things like um, personal development stuff, you know, getting deeper into um, who you are, developing your own self, finding a hobby if you don't have one. That's also a great way to meet people. Like if you want to do something different, going take classes on, on you know, painting or other things or um, any type right. of other classes, also a great way to meet people yep. who are interested in the same things. So. Here's what's also interesting. When you're doing something like a hobby-ish, if yeah. you will, you meet people that are doing the same thing. It's more chill. Totally. You know, like there's not the, oh, I want to impress him or her. Right. Like think when you're going after after work right. and you go to some bar, everybody's Agreed. got their best foot forward and they're, they're painting yeah. this BS game about who they are. Yep. So you don't even see the real person anyway. When you're going to the, if you're really into books and you're going to this book fair, guess who shows up? People just like you. Yeah. And then you find totally. the right person. Yep. <laughs> right? Absolutely. Love that. So I think that's good. So good advice for Jean. Oh, it looks like it might be something similar for Paul next. So why what, don't you read that let's one? Let's see what Paul's got going. <clears throat> Who's my, is it my turn? Yep, yep. I just read the last one, babe. Oh, you did? Oh, okay. So um, so Paul from St. Petersburg, Russia. We've been there. We've been there. Remember that? I do remember. Oh God, that was amazing. You remember this museum? What I remember. Was that oh, called? so. What was it called? Do you remember? No, right, not right I now. I think it's, oh. But it's famous, and we both will have an egg on our face right now for right, remembering that, which sucks. But um, remember staying at the, the woman's home? Remember going I to do. the Oh, my gosh. What a great, great, great trip. Yeah, you're looking it up on Google right now, aren't I you? Am. Yeah, good. What in the world? It is called, it's a famous museum. You answer the question. Okay. I'll find it. I'm going to ask the question so people know what it is. Yeah. Okay. Um, Paul from St. Petersburg, Russia. You two look like you're having so much fun together. I'm not good at meeting women, I don't feel confident. Dan, oh, this is directed to you, sir. Tell me what to do. I'm 32 and single. Okay, sorry. Um, I'm not good at meeting women. I don't feel confident. Dan, <laughs> Dan, what would you tell me? I'm 32 and single. Good Lord. Um, okay, so, well, you need to email me, Paul. <laughs> Go to my website, danlear.com. Hit contact Dan. I wrote a book years ago called, what it's called now, It's well, I don't know what it's called now, but when he first wrote it, it was with, uh, I wrote it a long time ago and the internet came out and it was called Get Off the Internet and Get Into the Bed with the Woman of Your Dreams. And it was specifically how to talk to women and specific strategies on how to communicate with women and pick up women, if you will. So I don't want to use that term, but it's more like, you know, just, so yeah. that's what you should do, uh, Paul for you mm-hmm. connect with me there mm-hmm. um but what do you get you know if, if it's not if it's the confidence thing i don't feel confident and so that's a subjective term so mm-hmm. the question paul for me is like if i were your personal coach we need to get you confident so what makes somebody confident 
is by actually taking steps in the direction that of where they want to go. So think about the ultimate male you want to be, right? What is that? What does that person look like? Think in your mind of what you want to be like. What do you want a relationship? What does it look like? And how can we take steps to get there? So <clears throat> if you see yourself uh, dating a woman or in, in love or married, then what specifically do you need to do to build that confidence? It could be going to a communication class. It could be uh, reading. It could be uh, going online and picking up a course on how to communicate with women. After you get my book, you'll be just fine. Uh, but you definitely need to raise that self-confidence. It's a subjective thing. It's so hard to answer right here because I don't know what Paul's like. Right. You know right. what I mean? What his issues are. His confidence, again, is subjective. Yeah. And so the quick thing I could teach him right now without going into detail is um, a simple strategy called the as-if strategy. Mm, and that I love simply that means acting as if you are the person you really want to be. So... If you were confident, Paul, if you were confident right now, if you were a kick-ass confident guy and you're the guy who, you know, can do anything and talk to all the women, if you were that guy right now, what would you do? Who would you call? Where would you go? What would you say? And so just put yourself in that position. If I was confident, what would I do right now? What would I say? What would I go up to her? You know, th those are kind of things that put you in that position of if I was that person, what would I do? And then you find yourself to do it, and then all of a sudden your self-confidence goes up. Yeah. Because what takes away a man's self-confidence was a lot of things. But one of them is if you see a woman in a store or wherever, a restaurant, and you see her, and you know you want to go talk to her, but you don't do it. You don't do it. This happened to me. And mm -hmm. you chicken out, you, and you go with your tail between your legs, and your self-esteem goes down, and you're pissed at yourself the whole night. And then the next day, you're just where you were before because mm -hmm. you don't have the balls to, or the guts to go talk to another another human being yeah. for sake that you might be uh, rejected, yeah. but you just rejected yourself. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, it, it's it's a tough deal. Yeah. So um, well, I'll, I'll tell you what, on a woman's side, like when a man approaches me, I'm always really impressed because I know how hard it is. Yeah. And I wouldn't want to be a man having to approach a woman. I mean, that's the, I would think that it's difficult. And so um, just so that, that Paul understands that, I'm always impressed when somebody has the nerve, you know, the, the, the courage, not the nerve, the courage to say, to ask me out, you know, if, if they don't see my wedding ring or when I was single, you know, because, you know, it's starting up a conversation. And so I think there's a lot to go here. There's a lot to do here. And maybe it's some skills on conversation openers and starters and how to approach a woman. So maybe those are the things that he doesn't have confidence in, right? Yeah, yeah. So there's all mm. of that, that that you could teach him and definitely send him the book, you know, talk about how, how to how to approach a woman. Yeah, um, I think that's the, that is the key there, right? Because yeah. there's no confidence is because you don't know how yeah totally. And so if you get my book you'll be good yeah so i love that yeah all right um well by the way yes i knew i knew what it was okay i just looked it up too i knew what it was you but did? i didn't say it oh it's a hermitage 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 yeah. yes hermitage. yes the hermitage you knew that i did i but i didn't you i wasn't i wasn't that. confident enough to say it baby but i would have said hermitage <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's the hermitage, hermitage. Museum. <laughs> famous museum well hey this last one we have oh this is crazy okay so we have a, a which is crazy. We got a, a big following in Germany. Yeah. Uh, we got a big following in Pakistan. Believe it or not, I we don't it. have any questions from Pakistan. But this is Lena from Leipzig, Germany. When I saw this come through, I was like, I got excited. Oh wow. You know where Leipzig is? I don't. That's where the father of psychology, William, Wilhelm Wundt, had the first. Um, what do you want to call it? Where he had a first place where his psychology students could actually uh, write write in a journal and wow. test their results. So he's the father of psychology, wow. Wilhelm Wundt. And uh, they had a lab in Leipzig, Germany. Didn't I know that? So Lena, she says, you two are so cute, so fun. 
In our German culture, we are not raised to share feelings. Mm. <laughs> you know that, don't you, baby? Mm -hmm. uh, oftentimes, people would say we are stoic. Mm. I would like my husband and I to be more happy together. We are happy. Not too much talking, though. <laughs> oh. Do you think we can get better? My husband did watch your last episode with me, and he <laughs> liked it. He said Dan looks similar to his uncle. <laughs> oh, that's really funny. That is funny. <clears throat> well, Lena, that man, that's a tough question. I mean, she's looking at us and saying, wow, I wish we could yeah. have more conversation and be more light. Yeah. Uh, man, um, what do, you, do you have any suggestions for that? Yes, I think... If it's available, um, sometimes getting yourself in an activity um, can create some some lighter conversation. So if if it's um, if there's an activity that the two of you can do together, that um, that would be fun. Something so, some interactive something. Um, and and I know that we've done this. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna um, compare this to when we had teenagers, and um, because we had two teenagers that did not talk, and they certainly didn't. If they did talk, it wasn't to us. And so so Dan was so smart in getting them to go. Um, we would we would go and do adventures, and so we would do something outdoorsy. It would lighten the air. Um, it would lighten the kids up, and they would talk to us. And all of a sudden, they were different people. Um, True. And so. Uh, that's the what I think about in this situation. So if you want to, if you want to have lighter, more um, um, fun conversation or conversation at all, um, I think doing something together, almost like you would do a team building with a with the with the company, you know, to get the conversation open and just to start doing little things like that. Because I think that if you're not talking now, I think it's a journey. I think it's um you know getting getting your husband to to open up, and then oftentimes maybe it's you starting a conversation. So if he if you ask him what he did today and he kind of lists three things and that's it, you can say, well, what I did today was this and this and this. And, yeah. and what do you think about this? And maybe engage him in conversation. So um, and maybe not not pretend, but you know, come up with some things that maybe you want some advice on. Um, so say, what do you think about what do you think about um, I'm going through this and this. What are your thoughts on that? You know, and get him engaged in um, um, in the conversation and actively thinking, and then start the conversation that way. So, you know, maybe you, Lena, can be the the driver in this and the teacher on how to have conversation and um, just try to start engaging some more conversation this way. What are your thoughts? I think that's great. You know, I think this is a, a challenge that many people have. Yeah. You know, I, I can only speak from my experience that I wasn't really good at this. What? I wasn't really good at, at talking, at sharing. I wasn't good at sharing my feelings when we first got together. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I feel like I'm much better now. Yeah. I mean, I feel like we actually have conversations and, and I tell, tell you about yeah. my day and where in the fast, when we first got together, you know, how's your day? It's great. Um, That's not how you remember it. No. Okay. I'm, I'm, you know, you talk so much now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm trying to remember in the very beginning. Well, um, I know how I was. Yeah. And so I just know how I was raised. Yeah. And so, you know, it, it. That is true. That is true. I think we both were like that. I think we both didn't do as much. And so as we've gotten together and and used to each other, we talk way more um, mm -hmm. than that. So, yeah, definitely. Okay. You know, something to think about, Lena, is uh, if you're having your husband watch the podcast, you know, I think that one thing that you can share is that I know that when I got together with Jennifer, I was not like I am today. That's for sure. I'm glad her memory doesn't serve her, but yeah. I was not. And so it was a, um, a development. And so I came to the conclusion with her help that, I mean, why wouldn't I want to sit down and have a conversation with my wife? I mean, that's not the words that she said, and that's not the word, that's, but that's kind of how I, I processed it. I mean, you know, you're dating this woman, uh, you fall in love with her, 
then why wouldn't you want to sit down and chat with her? Mm -hmm. Right. So it's just kind of like, what else is there better to do? So at the end of the day, when you're, you know, take 10, 15 minutes, 30 minutes, how was your day? And talk about your day mm -hmm. because that's what creates the connection. Mm -hmm. And then once you do that, you kind of get the hang of it. And then it becomes like what we do. Yeah. And then it becomes like every everyday stuff. And then we yeah. just talk more and more and more. And now Jennifer's not able to get me to shut up. <laughs> well, so. I love it because you do. I, I mean, you, there's no question. You tell me way more than you ever did, mm -hmm. which I love. You share your feelings, your frustrations, you know, because you know that I'm here for you. You know, you know that I'm your best friend, you know, that I'm not going to judge you. Mm -hmm. And that often, you know, I think that often comes into play with, with relationships. Like maybe you feel judged by the partner. Or yeah, like that's you don't a good point. Right. You don't want to share point. your feelings, but you know that I'm not going to judge you for any shortcomings or, or thoughts or feelings. Like you can just talk about what you're going through and I can be there to support you and vice versa. Yep. And so I think that's where we've, we've come to, but we've come to something cause I was having some problems talking with you and wanting you to listen to me. And I was just like, you know, and this is another thing too, is like needing the other person just to, you know, have a conversation with me. Like I don't expect them to fix it. I just want yeah. you to talk with me. And so there's, there's a lot of things, you know, on that lines as well. But yeah, um, yeah I think that, you know, Starting, well, it's a process. Yeah, it's, it's a process. And I think start, her, this is what I also, I'm going to kind of go back to your kids again. You were so great at teaching your kids how to have a conversation. So when they were teenagers and didn't want to say a word, you would ask them about their day and they say it was fine. And what happened? Nothing. Um, and so you would go, well, great. Well, in my day, um, this is what I did. And so you'd like lay out what you did and your, your wins, your losses, your frustrations, your happiness. And you over time showed them how to have a conversation. Yep. And I I think that you can do that in a relationship as well. Yep. And th there's some cultural things here too, you know. Yeah. <clears throat> I just know that um, there's some Ger German heritage in my family and I know that a lot of my family just doesn't express, you yeah. know. So it's kind of, like she said, it's a cultural thing. Yeah. Uh, her question is, do you think oh, we can yeah. get better? Lena, I think you can get better. But if, if, if your husband's on the same page too and he wants it, that's great. Because if you want to get better and you want to have a more light conversational relationship, just make that decision that you want to break the chain, that you yeah. want to move forward and not be like your parents were or his parents were. You actually want to enjoy yourselves and create a communication process and be best friends and all that stuff. And again, it takes work. But if you both have the same goal and say, I, you know, as you know, I like to measure things, right? Yeah. So if you want to measure your communication or ease of communication on a scale of zero to 10, yeah. and if it's like a four, then ask you and your husband, what can we do to get it to a five or a six? How mm -hmm. can we have more conversation that's light and fun and get it from a four to a six? Yeah. And stuff will come out of your head. Yeah. We're going to sit down after work and talk about the day. You know, we're going to have our own happy hour every night when we get home. We're going to have a glass of wine and chat about it. Yeah. You know what? We're going to take a walk. Yeah. Whatever. And yeah. that's our thing. And then, you know, you have dinner or whatever you do. So yeah. I just think that it starts with an action step. Yes. And I don't know what the action step is uh, for you, Lena, but hopefully we've given you some ideas. Yeah. I think also just, I mean, she, I love that she's open to it. I love yeah. that she wants to do this, that she's reaching out about this. And so, you know, looking back, cause she had a few different things here, but looking back at the top, you know, where she, you know, we don't, we're raised not to share our feelings. And so if that's part of the hindrance, um, cause she had a couple of things here, if that's part of, you know, maybe start working on sharing your feelings, you know, and then just kind of showing him the way. I think that's a big part. Well, maybe of he time. wants it too. That's the thing is like, maybe oh. they both want it. She didn't say that he didn't want it. True. She says that they we want to, we want right. to be more, more yeah. engaging yeah you know so i mean yeah. there's maybe a lot he's waiting we don't know <laughs> <laughs> maybe he's waiting for the damn yeah well, lena i don't know but yeah. hopefully we helped you out you know it's, it's hard to go in because there's so many factors here and we don't we don't know exactly what transpired but um anyway 
I think that's some good pieces of information and advice. Hopefully a, a couple of those things work. And, I think so. And I love that Lena's reaching out to improve. And, you know, I think it's about, you know, yep. taking a step and, and then talking to your husband and, you know, saying what you want. I, get, I, I really go back to that, you know, yep. like, hey, what I would love and what I really want, you know, is to know you more. Yeah. And to this have, always works. Like a woman says, this is what I'd really like or this is what would really make me happy. Yeah. Because I want to make you happy. Yeah. And so I think that if you... And we get it. We don't know about her husband. He might want it too. The point is, yeah. is like, I want you to be happy. So I'll do anything I can to help you meet, be happy and, yeah. and create a environment that's yep. great, you know? Yeah. So. so anyway, that's it, baby. Good job. That was great. Great you are, job. You are uh, just a plethora Stop of knowledge. Stop it. Stop it. You're a plethora of knowledge. You're the one that does this for a living. I just have a like a love for it. So thank mm. you for including me in this. And this is really fun. Oh. This is really great. I hope we get to help more people. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, thanks for tuning in. And so if you want some information on our uh, business, our, our weekends, our, our love weekend getaways, our Vegas retreats, go to our website, businessoflove.vegas that's businessoflove.vegas go check out our Vegas weekend retreat where we spend two days in Vegas create a game plan for success level up your relationship and give you some tools that Jennifer, Jennifer and I have employed to really help us have a fantastic relationship so yeah. baby good job today great job to you and, thank uh, you we will see you next week yep alright alright y'all good job <laughs>